It is the week of October 17th, 2022. The day is fast approaching. The hours tick away with increasing speed. For the time draws near for All Hallows Eve. <laughs> hey, what's going on, people? It is another week, and so it's time for another Monocle Books Weekly. What's going on? My name is Alex Mack. I am your proprietor here for the next hour or so. Yeah, let's go over some, um, let's go over some, you know, reviews of some horror movies. I was, I'm in the spirit. I'm, as you, as you couldn't tell by that intro, I am, I am in the spirit. I am in the Halloween spirit. And I've been watching, uh, you know, a, a few movies here and there. But actually, I've been really enjoying, uh, you know, getting into my Halloween mode here. You know, I've, I, I use this as a chance to catch up with uh, a bunch of movies and stuff that, just i just haven't had time to over the years and so this week i have two two movies uh to kind of talk about with you and that is a candy man uh 2021 the the new one that's uh, kind of produced by jordan peele and starring uh yaya abdul mateen that was really good i had fun with that one and and also i have i have just one of the craziest things one of the craziest endings I have, I can say I've ever seen. I've never seen an ending to a movie quite like what I watched uh, just the other day with The Tourist Trap from 1979. It's it's an old, really old kind of you know grindhousey, D level cinema horror movie, and uh, it's it's like seriously, we we got to talk about that. That was fun. So yeah, that's all coming up in uh, just a few minutes. And as always, you know, just check me out wherever you can find podcasts. Actually, I am pretty much on every single platform. You can just search up Maniacal Books Weekly on anything. That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Radio Republic, on Stitcher, on Audible, on Amazon Music, and including iHeartRadio now. So that's actually really fun. That's pretty exciting. I saw a couple of a couple of uh, listens come in from iHeart, and that's actually pretty wild. <laughs> this is kind of wild to think of. Um, I just, there was a time where I listened to nothing but iHeart Radio, like at work, you know, as a radio to kind of just like try to get through the day. And so yeah, that's wild. Like wow, my 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 show, my tired, haggard. <laughs> raspy little voices you know somewhere on that app somewhere is it's pretty weird but yes that's also fun but that's all and also you can uh watch video reviews that blab about on here uh you know you can watch it on youtube you know just go to youtube and search a maniacal tube and you'll see the little you know the moon with a little purple cursive letters and some just really beat down and tired and just ragged dusty looking bro on there that's you know talking about weird movies and, and stuff like that <laughs> so yeah you know check me out if you one of the people that you know listen to me download me you know or watch me uh i 
cannot say thank you enough. I, it is highly appreciated. Really, truly means a lot. And I will you know, continue to do this for as long as I get the energy to do it. <laughs> okay, but, okay, so enough enough of the pandering enough of the uh you know the self-promotion let's get right down the brass task here so yeah let's go ahead kick this off with uh you know what we normally do let's go over the box office numbers from last weekend uh, a lot of this stuff is kind of been holding on pretty strong from week to week there is one huge addition which is number one number one so far for the weekend of October 14th through the 16th and that is Halloween's end number one about 40 million in the box office and it's also streaming on on Peacock I believe because I've, I've seen it I've seen it pop up whenever I kind of turn on the cable box you know they have those um those those ads and stuff in, on the cable box now but yeah, I, I do. I actually do plan on seeing that. I'll probably watch that sometime this week and, you know, kind of talk about that on next week's show. So, yeah, that I'm I don't know. I'm not actually looking forward to it because it's I mean, it's like the 35th Halloween, <laughs> but it's supposed to be the last one. So I don't know. It should be pretty interesting. Well, the tomato tomato meter is giving it a 39 <laughs> percent. That's I mean. But the audience and the audience score is like fifty seven percent. So I guess it's just an event movie. I guess it's just you know it's Halloween. It's Halloween time. It's one of those things. Okay, let's just go watch, go watch Michael Myers. It's it's that time of year to just. I think we, for most part, we're probably just programmed to just watch Halloween around you know Halloween time. And oh, it's a new one out. Okay, fine. Let's let's just go see that. But. Yes, the the rating's not giving it a very favorable uh, look here. So I don't know. It's on it's on Peacock. I'll probably just stream it and see. But the one I really really want to see, the one that I wish was on Peacock or something, uh, Smile is uh, was dropped down to number two. Uh, it's still it's still brought in pretty good numbers. Uh, twelve point five million. Last week it was it brought in twenty one point two. So wow, Michael Myers is killing <laughs> literally wow that thing brought in 40 million that's that's crazy halloween in brought in 40 million million and a smile only brought in was it 21 plus 12 that's like it's yeah it's still eclipsing it that's like 30 something it's what 33 34 if you add in everything up so yeah that's that's insane god but i, re I still really really want to see smile the, the trailer is so so good and it looks like it might actually it might actually be scary <laughs> so well, hold on let me check the rating on smile yeah so smile is a 78 both tomato meter and the audience score so yeah that's i i am super hyped uh to to see smile and okay so number three is that lyle lyle crocodile that family movie uh it brought in 7.3 yeah i could care less about that honestly i mean i could care less about it however it's got a pretty solid rating it's a 74 percent tomato meter and 93 percent audience score so i hey apparently it's pretty good because it's been it was number two last week 
and you know just Halloween came in and just knocked everybody back a bit so yeah I mean okay I guess when it whenever that comes out on a on whatever streaming platform I guess I'll sit down with the kitties and and give it a gander but uh so number four is the woman king once again holding strong yeah my, my woman king is holding strong number four at a 3.7 million and it was yeah it was the same exact same spot it was uh last week which is amazing because it, it is definitely uh bringing in money bringing in uh like a good chunk and letting a lot of studios know that yes we we can have like other like african tales that's uh well directed and acted and you know it may not have been written and produced by uh you know black people but at least we are like you know we're we're starring in it you know we're we're the the major vehicles in it and it's like has has set in, in the african continent and yes we, there is an audience for it we we want that and it's not just us obviously because it's, it's still holding strong so like yeah those we need more stories we need more movies like that so yes woman king number four awesome love it and let's see so amsterdam got pushed down to number five <clears throat> and that's uh made 2.7 million this this past weekend it's disappointing like i totally would have thought that that would like a lot bigger but i guess it's like it seems kind of like this artsy movie it's, it's got stars up the wazoo in it so i mean it does look really interesting i mean with christian bale john david washington in it like and, and a bunch of other like really good actors and i saw chris rock was in it and yeah it's just a bunch of like really <clears throat> like really good actors but yeah it's just it i don't know maybe it's just not the right the right time of year or something but it just didn't really make that big of a dent that i thought it would but i think it's more it's maybe because it's like an artsy kind of film you know but uh and ooh, it's only 34 percent tomato meter Eesh. so yeah okay i think it it might it might have earned its spot <laughs> uh yeah the audience score is like 62 so eh. yeah i don't know we'll we'll see i can't wait for it to hit a platform though because i that's i'm interested in seeing that like I, I definitely wouldn't go to a movie to see that but it is pretty interesting uh number six is uh don't worry darling this is still on the still in the top 10 with uh 2.2 .2 million that's made uh last last weekend so somebody's still going out to see it <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's like um uh what's what's that guy's name uh uh is harry hey yeah harry styles i'm pretty sure it's like harry styles fans going back to see it for like the second or third time just because he's in it you know but um yeah i don't know it's that seems like such a netflix movie but it just had like you know chris pine and uh florence Pugh in it so it kind of elevated its you know status so they said nope we can release it <laughs> it probably still went straight to netflix though but uh so number seven's barbarian another one i actually can't wait to see at 1.3 uh <laughs> wow terrifier moved up two spots terrifier two with uh just over a million brought into the box office that's a shock i i thought that would have been a blip <laughs> last week and it would have promptly went away but 
No, people are still... Maybe, maybe it has a plot, this one? Because, again, I saw the first one. It was on. It's been on Netflix. The first one's been on Netflix forever. And it just, it didn't have a plot. It just, it was nothing. It was just a demented clown just murdering people. Just no reason, really. It just, he just started murdering people. And it is, I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love horror movies. Like, I, I'm doing, this whole month, I'm doing nothing but watching horror movies. But at least give me a plot. <laughs> give me something. I, like, just senseless murder isn't entertaining to me, believe it or not. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Terrifier 2. Moved up two spots. Hey, congrats. <laughs> Good on you, bro. Uh, okay, I'm not all that pressed to see it, though. Anyway, number nine, uh, Bros. That movie, I have no idea what that is. But that is holding at number nine. What was it last week? That was It was number eight, so it went down the spot. What is the rating on Bros? Bros. Yeah, bruh. I I don't even know anybody who's in this actually. But it's got okay. So the audience, the tomato meter is eighty-eight, and the audience score is ninety. I mean, the poster is like two dudes in nut hugger jeans, like grabbing each other's ass. So I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, right, right. Okay, anyway, <laughs> number ten, Top Gun. The movie that just will not fl get up and fly out of here. It's on streaming. I have to watch that. I'll probably watch that, you know, over at the at my uh, folks' place at some weekend. But I, what? Why is this movie so? People love this movie. Actually, like people just rave about this damn movie, and I'm like, it's. I don't know how it. It's can it possibly be better than? Well, I mean, because the the '80s one was just really cheesy and speaking of bros like the top gun was like super homoerotic <laughs> when you go back and watch it but i i don't mean this okay the tomato meter is 96 audience score is 99 yeah because people love this movie so i have to see it i like i have to i don't have a choice at this point <laughs> all right yeah so that's uh that is the box office for the weekend of october 14th so yeah okay let's see what else is what else happened in the world? If you are a Commanders fan, if you are a Washington Commanders fan, there's hope. <laughs> there is hope. There is a dawn on the horizon. <laughs> a change may be a coming. <laughs> we may have our Sealy from the Color Purple moment from that damn Dan Snyder until you do right by me <laughs> yeah so the, the apparent so they had the big um owners meeting uh today actually today when I'm recording this and I saw the report a couple of hours ago that it's a possibility the what 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 did he say the owners there's enough votes now to vote them out we can vote him out. We might get rid of him. <laughs> we might get rid of Dan Snyder. I can't. I. I don't want to. I want to get my head too hyped up. I don't want to believe it. But it's a possibility. We might have a team again. <laughs> oh, it's. It has been twenty. What is it? Twenty three. Twenty four years of just. 
mediocrity. Just, we haven't done nothing since the 90s. And it's just, it's, uh. Man, if we can get rid of Snyder and get like an actual competent owner. Oh my God. Like, you, I, I don't think you understand what this means if, if you don't live like in the DMV and just had our team be a laughing stock for damn near the last quarter century. It's just, my God, it's just, why, why are we so bad? <laughs> it's just, why do we suck? And so we, and like he bungles everything, like including the team name, like he, he it should have been changed. It should have changed like damn, like over uh, decades ago. But he dragged his feet and just like put like dug his heels in and just like, no, I'm not changing. Until the, the corporate sponsors and all that like threatened to drop. And then it's like, okay, we'll change. Yes, for the last for the last 20 something odd years, it has been just garbage after garbage after garbage. And I'm so there's at least hope. <laughs> there's hope now. Yes, we, we might we might become like a decent functioning football team again and this on the heels of Carson Wentz you know fracturing his hand and missing like four to six weeks but I think everybody knew everybody who knows anything about football kind of knew this was going to happen this was just just, I don't think anybody's shocked (laughs) nobody's shocked about this you know what I mean but yes my commanders I mean, they're celebrating. I think everybody's kind of celebrating or at least thinking about celebrating, but we're holding our breath. We're holding our breath. We're not going to jump out the window. We're not going to do that yet. (laughs) You know, but but there's hope. My God, there's hope. (laughs) And on on that note, on sad news, um, no, G4 TV is uh, defunct once again. It's, It's closing up shop again. And that's sad. I that that really does suck. But I'm not again. I'm not surprised. Um, the just YouTube has taken has eaten up all of that kind of video games media space. And you know, I guess they were trying to coexist with it with being on YouTube and being like a TV channel. And it's not honestly. They didn't really need to do that. If if they were going to bring G4 TV back, honestly, it should should be kind of like a Twitch show. And you know, you have your X Play. You might have your, you know, they have that Attack of the Show, that weird version of Attack of the Show that they were doing at some point. It's not, it's not the same, it's not the same space, it's not the same media, you know. Uh, so I think they were trying to attack it like, like old school, like small, basic cable channel, but it's just not there, especially with, especially with video games. There's so many people, I mean, including me, like I have a, my cyberpunk kind of, review slash commentary slash you know thing is is up there and it's just although i will i will always like hearing uh adam sessler critique a video game like that and they they didn't hammer in on that which i think i think they did i kind of agree with what they did they had like the black okage and uh the completionist and you know, like the the kind of younger you know kids who are dominating the video game stuff now. But I'd like the linchpin will always be kind of Adam Sessler. <laughs> you know, he will he will always he he kind of 
started G4, honestly. And yeah, without having, uh, you know, Morgan Webb there, it didn't have the same tone. It didn't have the same feel. And it, it shouldn't because it's something brand new. It shouldn't. It should be something different. But I don't know. It's just I watched it. I was watching it like I didn't watch everything. Right. But yeah, I, I tuned in from time to time. And I made sure I like subscribed and liked and all that stuff because I wanted them. To, I wanted to help them stay around as long as they possibly could. But I knew they wouldn't. That wasn't a possibility. But yeah, it sucks. It really sucks because now I don't hope I don't think we're going to get any Adam Sussler anything. <laughs> now and that sucks like that that was the main reason i kind of liked it but you know Cecil was there as kind of like a part-time guy like a pitch hitter almost and yeah now nah, you kind of need something with Sessler on it for like i don't know man like, like give him like a, a hour long stream like an hour hour and a half long like video game stream and you can even bring you can have like the uh the other guys there uh because black okage was excellent like this he was one of the best things about the new the new x play and and gerard and uh the other guy too the 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 heavy set guy like they were good they were excellent they were fine um but yeah i think they needed more sessler and yes i purposely did not say that other person's name <laughs> hopefully i hope they don't put everything on her you know because you can't the way it's looking <laughs> Well, the way it's looking, it's not painting her in a very good light. But it's, it's not, I wouldn't say it's all on, uh, what's her face, Frost, shoulders. She didn't help. <laughs> she didn't help at all. But but the thing is, she's not wrong. Her rant wasn't wrong. But it was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, what are you doing? Like, why? Why are you ranting against? We all we all know that the uh, people are on the internet suck. We all know these kids suck that grew up on the internet. We all know that. So I, it's kind of like a waste of time, a waste of breath. But I, I think they they were searching for like a viral moment. They just need to go viral or just had something that you know people cared about on Twitter. You know, and and it backfired. Like nobody nobody cared that much about it honestly but i mean i don't know it just sucks it sucks i just i hated seeing that you know but i, I kind of knew what was gonna happen it's just when um what's the, uh the place i used to go to like stuff like game ranks is like my go-to when it comes to video game stuff um there's uh what else on there what else do i this is my like go-to go-to video game stuff on here I don't know, stuff like, uh, and channels like uh, Metal Jesus Rocks, I usually go to, they don't even review stuff, but, you know, I just kind of go to them. What Culture Gaming, I go to automatically. Yeah, and there's other things like uh, Digital Gaming. Yeah, and, and even like uh, Black Nerd Comedy. Like, I, I go to him for, like, video game-related stuff. Like, it's, the medium has just, it's changed, you know, and it's, it's a hard sell to try to run that like an old school tv studio channel but yeah i just hope hopefully everybody kind of lands on their feet again and you know this is just another bump in the road but yeah okay so that's enough of me blabbing let's get this going um let's go through a, a quick break as usual and after that again we have 
uh, Candyman 2021, and we have the Tourist Trap. So, yep. See you in a, see you in about 40 seconds. Travel with me to a dark and isolated farm located deep in the heart of St. Mary's County, Maryland, where the only African-American farmer and his family are being tormented by some thing stalking around their property. Can they survive? Can they protect the farm that is their very livelihood? And can they do it with their sanity intact? Are you in the mood for dark, isolated, rural horror? Are books full of ghastly green goo and reanimated corpses your jam? Then check out Mulch, the eerie inaugural novella from Maniacal Books, available today on Amazon Kindle and mcsbooks.com. And welcome back. So, yep, we're going to jump right into the reviews. So, uh, yeah, once again, uh, check out uh, all the video of the uh, of these reviews on the YouTube channel. That is uh, Maniacal Tube on YouTube. And uh, yeah, just stop by, subscribe, like the uh, like the videos, and uh, you know, just help support. Uh, you know, I would greatly appreciate that. And yeah, all right, on with the reviews. Tourist Trap is a 1979 horror movie starring Chuck Connors and Jocelyn Jones. So yeah, this is one of those, those good old kind of like B or not even B, like D movie to level, like super low budget grindhouse cinemas. And it's something I kind of didn't know about until like very, very recently. And like the cover looks, the cover looks pretty crazy. Like it looks gnarly and it looked like something that'd be like really maybe spooky as you know or maybe like really scary it's not though it's really not but the ending to this movie is is bizarre but you know what i'm, I'm not even gonna get ahead of myself uh let's just go through uh what 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 is this about what is this possibly about so it starts out uh in the middle of nowhere this this guy it starts out with this guy like rolling a tire down this this dirt road in the middle of nowhere seemingly and uh you know i guess he has a flat and so he's trying to fix the flat or find some air or something we meet up with like three other three or four other i guess his buddies that they're all going to go hang out somewhere but you know they get they kind of get stranded out in the middle of nowhere and they find this this weird looking hut or not even a hut but like this weird looking store or like roadside attraction like out in the middle of nowhere and you know they kind of get stuck there and all of a sudden people start dying and you know so and yeah there's and there's this this guy in a mask that ends up like you know killing or just picking them off one by one and that's that's kind of that's kind of the gist of the movie so i mean but first off though so uh when when chuck connor's kind of first comes on screen I had this this sense of like I've where have I seen him before? I've, he looks so familiar. Like okay, I know I've seen him in something, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Right? I just I kept thinking I've seen him before. I've seen him in something, but then like it kind of hit me like you know what? He looks like William Defoe. <laughs> like wait a minute, is that 
is that his dad or his uncle or something? Like, I, I kind of had to, I, like, Google, like, right then, I had to, like, hop on IMDb or something just to see, like, wait, is this, is he, like, related to him? Because he looks, he looks too much like uh, Willem Dafoe. Like, they have to be kinfolk or something. But, no, he just, they just really look like each other. But I don't know if I'm Willem Dafoe, I might want to do, like, some ancestry thing or something because they look, honestly, they look like they could be related right but in the imdb i think it was the the other thing i saw that he was in was soylent green and so i possibly that must have been like what i remember seeing him in but now he looks just i mean like it's it's kind of wild that how much they look alike (laughs) but yeah other than that this movie uh you know going through it is very very uninteresting (laughs) in a way um normally i do like what i like about it first and then i do what i don't like you know i'm going i'm going to flip flip it on this one i'm going to flip it this this movie is uh this movie bro i'm telling you but okay so what i don't like about it pretty much everything (laughs) no no but like seriously it's yeah it's, it's very tropey you know it goes through every single kind of like horror movie trope or horror movie cliche it's not is that's not the original part of it like it's very unoriginal like in that aspect yeah i was mentioning chuck connors who looks like freakishly like willem dafoe he's obviously the bad guy in this like it's not even they're not even trying to hide that and it's actually kind of like infuriating that the the characters in the movie don't recognize it like like chuck connors like six six like super broad shoulders, right? And so like he disappears and like this other guy, the the killer in the mask comes on. And he's like six six. With like broad shoulders. He has this overcoat on. He's like he's like broad shoulders. He's six six. It's like, it's you. <laughs> Come on, dude. It's it's you. Come on, bro. I like why you ain't even trying. <laughs> but the but the characters, like, they all act like uh, the, uh Mr. Slauson is uh Chuck Connor's name. He's like they, oh, oh, Mr. Slauson, there's, there's some guy after me. And it's just like, oh, my. <sighs> okay. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, Mr. Mr. Slauson, uh, the killer in this, he's a mutant. Basically, he's a mutant. He, he has, like, these tele, he's, uh, telekinesis powers. He can, like, move stuff around with his mind. But they don't explain. So, like, telekinesis, like, I, I'm a huge X-Men fan, so I've been reading it pretty much my whole life i know about telekinesis and like its powers you can move stuff around you can lift people lift objects so, okay fine sure H- how do you make stuff talk you can't make stuff talk with telekinesis that that's not part of its that's not part of its powers that's that's you can't do that with telekinesis how, how the hell do they make the stuff talk like i like he just does, like stuff just happens in the movie and they don't explain it and he, and he, and it's, you're just kind of sitting there like, oh, okay, well, this is just, <laughs> this, this is just dumb. Nobody cares, right? They they just do not care, and they show you how much they do not care, like at the end. <laughs> uh, but I mean, just going through the the beginning parts is is pretty, like it's pretty. It's so like it follows just so many cliches, and it's just kind of boring to me at this point. Like, okay, so they're they're trapped out in the middle of nowhere. 
and you have these like three the three chicks in here that the three hot skinny white chicks in here they they find they go wandering out in the woods when you're lost in the middle of nowhere yeah just let's just go walk out in the woods a they find this like lake or or pond or whatever and the first thing they do let's go skinny dipping <sighs> right okay and so when uh you know the guy shows up which of course he's going to show up uh, chuck connor's eyes you know and he, when he first comes on screen he's he just you automatically know he's he's the killer he, he's the you know it all automatically like it's just yeah he's the killer he's the bad guy but he he he's playing it off as this this like really kind of jovial yokel or whatever but it's like man, he's the bad guy okay we i got it yeah that's i mean there's there's a lot to not like about this movie at least for me but what I do like about this movie, uh, speaking of Chuck Connors, he's the star here, and yeah, he he single-handedly makes this movie entertaining. He he is in a, a movie that he knows exactly what he's in, and he's just having fun. He's just going for it. Like he's he's super leaning in. He's just laying into the camp of of this movie like super hard, and it's fun watching him kind of have fun in this dumb movie <laughs> you know, it's just he, he totally elevates the entertainment value of this movie just on him alone and there were actually there is uh like a creep factor with this you know like i wish it was as creepy as the poster because the poster is like super creepy super like eerie and and off-putting but the movie's not that but there are like parts of it that is like there's there's this house there this spooky house there that there's like a whole bunch of mannequins like laid out there and that that's his thing too his thing is like mannequins <laughs> really and he he laid this house out with like a whole bunch of mannequins and stuff and he like dressed them up and like they're in little outfits and they're like sitting in chairs and, and stuff like that that's creepy like that that's super creepy and you no know, i remember uh one of the uh one of the girls in there uh had this had another like really cliche moment of i'm going to go in the big scary house all by myself he <laughs> he this is like, yeah, okay, just go. Can you go, please, so this movie can end? And, uh, you know, she's, because I guess she kind of figured, like, the girl, because one of the girls, like, died because she went in the house first, and she never came back, which is like, oh, I'm going to go in there and find her. She's just hiding. It's like, oh, my. Yeah, okay, whatever, man. Let's just get this over with. And she walked in there, and she kind of had, like, this whole kind of, like, playful energy, like, like you know, it's, come on, stop playing, stop hiding. And then she, like, looked around at the scenery, and like all this stuff and she kind of had that like whoa hey <laughs> you know i remember that uh that uh that geico commercial where the, the guy went up to the attic and all the mannequins were sitting around it made me think of that like immediately <laughs> and it kind of had that same kind of like whoa wait what is happening <laughs> so yeah i those two things i like about the movie I don't even know how to talk about the ending. I don't know how to start the ending. The ending, the last 10 minutes. <laughs> the last 10 minutes of this movie is worth the entire thing. It is worth... Like, it is... It is both the dumbest damn thing I've <laughs> ever seen. But it's also the, the most genius. It's the most genius at the same time. I can't put it in the words. The last 10 minutes of this is just...
so stupid. It's just you have to see it. Like you, if you're any kind of horror movie fan, if you're into like any any kind of like like really like old school low budget movies or low budget movies at all or horror movies at all, you have to see it. You you just have to. And I think the this movie exists off of the last ten minutes of that. There's a character in here called Jerry, I believe. It's like no, you don't do that. Like, okay, I mean, I'm I am an author. You see my book right there. I, I am an author. I'm just starting out. I I you know I've I've studied the craft. I'm studying the craft still, and you know I know like you know to to, to nail a really good ending is hard to do. It's hard. That's why I, like the people who can like write really good books, people who can like direct really good movies, they they are you know heralded and they have like acclaim for a reason. And you don't do what they did. <laughs> it's, it's like you can't do that. Like you, it's it's kind of like a, a literary sin because it's like you no, know, there's no. You're kind of being an asshole if you do that. Like there's no because there's no hints to how they ended it with with that character. Like there's there's no hints at all. And then it opens, it opens kind of like my thoughts of like, well, is everybody a puppet? Well, like, how what does how 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 was the puppet driving? Was the puppet driving? Was he moving the car with his mind? Like, what? How, is, is everybody a puppet? Were the, the other two people puppets? Like, what? What, what does this mean? <laughs> what is what is going on? What is happening? And I guess in sometime in the point where uh, Jocelyn Jones' character, who is Molly, she's like the final girl. Like, she she has the total like final girl thing happening. You know, where she almost escapes, and then you know she meets um, um, uh, Mr. Slauson again, and she gets pulled back in. That whole thing, you know. But I love how they did <laughs> the character because at, at a certain point, she she kind of just snaps, and I'm there with her. <laughs> I'm right there with her because I was just like, "What the hell is happening?" Like, okay, so I watched this movie. I was it was like Sunday night, and I was. I kind of had a pretty busy weekend. I, you know, I was helping my parents out with stuff, and it was I couldn't squeeze this in until like Sunday night. And I was like, you know what? Let me just watch this when I'm in bed because I got to get up Monday morning, go to work, and I'm just sitting there watching it. And what is this hour? This is like an hour. It's like an hour twenty minutes, hour maybe an hour and a half for an hour, and I would say twenty minutes. I was just sitting like this is the the worst, most boring, most derivative thing. I've seen in a long, long time, and I was laying down. I had the volume like you know not super high because you know my wife's laying, laying in bed like next to me. So I'm you know I'm just watching this dumb movie. I'm not going to like turn it up or disturb. But the last the last ten minutes, bro, I sat up. (laughs) This was like, what is happening right here? This is this is insane. This is what are they doing? You can't do that. <laughs> oh, and then they have this freeze frame of her with like the mannequins in the car because she just snapped. And I'm with her. I'm with her in this. I'm like, oh yeah, move over, Molly. We we both just snapping right now. Like, I, I yeah. I, again, I can't. I cannot. I I don't want to spoil it. I'm trying hard. <laughs> I'm trying hard not to spoil it because I really. I think you should watch it. You should watch it and see this bizarre ending to this damn movie. Two out of two out of five. Two out of five. I would give it a one. I would give it a one. But the last ten minutes of this is just and plus like you have Chuck Connors just hamming it all the way. Like he is just he is into it. He is having a ball in this.
And then you have all this crazy stuff happening, and it's just nothing is making sense. Coming out of left field, and it's just. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it again. I'm gonna watch the last two minutes again, just so I can just laugh and just say, like, they they did this. <laughs> they did this. They actually did this. Tourist trap. Two out of five. <laughs> yeah, I gotta buy. I gotta. I gotta find a Blu-ray of this. I like that. It's. It has to. I have to watch this every Halloween from now on. I have to. Like it's. It's, it's part of my routine now. Candyman 2021 is the third Candyman movie. Uh, I think a lot of people forget that there was a Candyman 2. I think it was like straight to video type of situation. So that, I, I don't blame you. But yeah, it's the third one uh, that came out uh, last year in 2021. It's storing, it's starring Yahya Abdul-Mateen II and Tiana Paris. Yeah, just for a few reasons, like Candyman, I love Candyman. It's one of my all-time favorite movies, one of my all-time favorite horror movies. It's 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 amazing. It's great. It's it's an all-time classic. If you're into horror at all, watch it, buy it, put it in your collection. And as for and for like black cinema too, like it's it's a if you have a black cinema collection, you gotta have uh, the the '90s Candyman in there. It's yeah, it's it's like one of the like an all-time all-time classic and so having having like another entry come in i was excited about that and then you know having yaya abdul mateen the second in here like i was i was pretty excited to, you know about that too because i knew like he's one of the best kind of young actors that's like actively out right now and you know he's, like he always kind of elevates everything he's in and i think most people might remember him like he was the morpheus in the new matrix movie which i don't know was there any explanation as to why uh, Lawrence Fishburne wasn't in the new Matrix movie? I, I don't know. Maybe he read the script and was like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> he was, I mean, he was, he was cool in that. But I think most people might really remember him from that Black Mirror episode with, with uh, Falcon from uh, MCU. Now he's Captain America. Anthony Mackie, you know, that, that weird like episode where they were like, they were bros, but they were playing virtual video games and like, you know, basically well you know but uh yeah so like most notably the uh the new what the new watchman series on hbo that came out in 2019 i want to say um yeah he was he was a uh, dr manhattan in that and i think that's probably what i think most nerds kind of like know him from most recently and it's and it's produced by jordan peele uh, so like the, the the pedigree was like really strong in this. I was really looking forward to seeing this for for some reason I couldn't. It was it was released in theaters and I I don't know I either couldn't make it to a theater then or honestly I'm not really doing theaters like that <laughs> anyway. But yeah I, I definitely like highlighted and circled this and uh, yeah I, I was excited to actually finally sit down and watch it and I wasn't disappointed. Let's kick it off with what it's about. What it's about it's. Candyman. <laughs> I mean, we. I think we pretty much all know what Candyman is about. But in this new one, so there's. It's, this is very kind of like you know yuppie or you know kind of like kind of like bourgeois. <laughs> you know, it's it has to do with like artists in Chicago. I don't think does he live in Caprini. I don't think he lives in Caprini Green. I think he just lives in, like in Chicago. 
somehow, some way, he he kind of like heard the story of of Candyman. I thought it was interesting, and because I think he he's like having kind of like an artist block. He can he couldn't like paint anything or like he wasn't inspired, and so he was using this to like inspire his art. And you know, in the process, he ends up waking Candyman. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so you know, the whole thing kind of uh, you know takes off from there. So what I like about it uh, is there's a lot I like about this, actually. Yeah, it's a different take on uh, the Candyman's abilities. You know, in, in the new one, he, he's kind of like in the, in the mirror world, kind of. And so you, you can't see him exactly. But like, you know, something just starts murdering you, <laughs> you know, that you can't see. Uh, but, but if you look in the reflection, you can see like he's there. You know, but, you know, it's only you can only see him like through the reflection, like do with the whole mirror thing. That, that's pretty fun. Uh, I, I kind of like they 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 kind of like ch changed it a little bit in that direction. It actually kind of adds to the the scare factor of it a bit more. And yeah, there's it's, it's pretty it's pretty bloody, pretty gruesome, but not as not as much not as much as I would like. Actually, I think it could have been a lot more bloodier and like you know gorier and slasherier. That's not a word, but I'm I'm using it anyway. Yeah, but there's also like uh, some some body horror aspects to this as well like when uh yaya uh he gets stung by a bee in here and you know it's the i guess he's he's having like a bad well it comes off as if he's having like a bad reaction to a bee sting but it's like a whole nother thing in there i won't say it like you know just watch the movie to and you'll uh kind of understand it yeah and you know his his whole this whole like was it right side of his body is like kind of like falling apart and whatever this and he's like it, there's a scene in there where he's like picking at the skin and it's like ah let's, ah, let's just look it's it's just gnarly you know it, scene from scene to scene you kind of see him deteriorating like more and more it, it kind of brought up kind of uh thoughts of like the fly from uh jeff goldblum from the 80s it was uh, that was pretty that was it was just and that got me you know i was like yeah <laughs> you know it's candy man and i had a feeling that the og candy man would make an appearance in here tony todd and he, he did he did he did he made an appearance and you know it was i, I was stoked i was i was i wish he was in it i was I wish he was in it more, but there was a different Candyman in here, and that's that kind of leads into like another thing I liked about it was I kind of was hoping Tony Todd would be in it, but I kind of saw through the trailers that there there was like a different Candyman really, and I mean it was it was fine it was cool, but you know they they kind of changed the uh, the story of Candyman like the whole Candyman mythos because you know it's. It's, you know, Candyman was a guy who was lynched, basically. And, you know, they, they stuck a beehive in his chest and they cut off his hand and, you know, stuck a hook in there and poured honey all over him. And, you know, and the, the bees were stinging him. And that's where, like, his whole kind of thing comes from, right? But they, they actually kind of, like, expanded it in, in a way that's, that's both kind of uh, tragic and, and pretty poignant, too. You know, just to encompass where... You know, there's not just one Candyman, there's many Candymen, you know, because like lynchings still happen. They still happening today. It's and there was like a part in the story where like, you know, all of a sudden all these white women are like, like getting murdered and stuff. And it's like, it's only a matter of time. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before there's some black guy that, that they, that they're looking for. And you know, when, when, when it really hits the fan, like it, any black guy does, will do any black guy, like it, in any of us 
will will fit the bill. You know, just after a while, because if it, the the crazy thing is, if, if end up getting like murdered or whatever, it's inevitable that they're going to find a brother to to like you know pin it on. <laughs> you know, whether it's true or not, it don't even matter. And 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 it plays into this because uh, you know they uh, well, I can't remember how exactly, but there was like that there was a tip that there was a black guy involved or whatever. And plus, like all of the people that uh, Yaya's character like had some involvement with or come in contact with uh end up getting murdered and yes you know they're they gonna connect them dots real quick you know what i'm saying they're gonna connect that oh it's him get him so yeah there was there was like i like how they uh i like how they changed that they they encompassed like not just one uh instance of of a lynching but like you know there's a culmination there's like it's kind of like Candyman is lesion <laughs> almost now with with I guess a Tony Todd's Candyman being like the the original one or the the OG one the the ending credits in this had this really haunting kind of like paper mache sequence in it that that kind of just goes through all of the all of the uh, the lynchings that turned into Candyman they even had one with like a little kid in there as well you know and yeah it was just you know uh, all of that all of that was in there all of it was connected and and when i saw it I was like ah you know what that salute yeah speaking of tony todd tony todd was in this he looked he looked great <laughs> he looked amazing it's like he didn't age a day literally didn't it seemed like he didn't age a day honestly um and and also vanessa williams from the original one was in here too uh she she plays kind of a pivotal role in this i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil it i'm gonna let you kind of like watch it and figure it out but yeah, and she showed up in there. I was like, oh my God, it's her. Damn, she fine as a mother. <laughs> like, she didn't age. She didn't, it's like she didn't age at all. Like, it's not, it's like the last movies weren't like 20 years ago or something, you know? It just, hey, I mean, it's proof in the pudding. Black don't crack, man. <laughs> Black does not crack. Like, they, they look, they look really amazing. It was really, I really enjoyed seeing them in this too. So what I don't like about it. Yeah, it might just be me. It wasn't. To me, it wasn't as scary as the the first one. To me, it was, but it was it was good. I really liked it, but it just like the scares weren't really there for me. But it, it could just be me. I'm I'm old, jaded horror fan, so I've seen a bunch of stuff, and not a lot of stuff gets to me now. But uh, I I don't know. It wasn't all that scary or terrifying. It wasn't all that uh, you know the the creep factor was there a bit, but it wasn't like there there wasn't anything there that was like. You know, it wasn't to me. It wasn't anything there to make you like kind of like watch it like this or nothing like that. It was. I mean, it was. It was. It was good though. It was good. It was fine to me. It kind of seemed like they were going more for like uh more for like style than scares kind of um because I mean Nia Nia Da Costa the director of it and she directed the hell out of this movie too. Like I'm like it's really good. Um, there's a there's one of the uh the death scenes in here was you saw it kind of like from a balcony because they were in like an apartment complex and you saw it from a balcony you, you just kind of like pull back from like from from the scene and you you get to see like the layout of the apartment and all the other balconies and you know other people just going about their lives as, as this poor lady is getting like brutally eviscerated <laughs> in her apartment it was a really good scene really cool scene and it Actually, it kind of made me think of like Rear Window, <laughs> kind of. You know, it was it was one of those scenes like, oh wow, actually, damn, that was actually pretty 
cool. I don't think I've seen that in a horror movie in like a while, you know, but yeah, no, it, it was shot really good, shot really well, but I think they were just going more for like the stylized aspect of it, more so than like to make it like super scary, if that makes, if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm making sense. It's, um, the story of it is dealing with like art and art critics and things like that. And it kind of makes me realize how much I, I actually, actually kind of hate art critics. <laughs> they don't, I mean, I mean, just, the whole thing is just to kind of critique a piece of art and to see and to like, what was it, translate or what what the that work of art is supposed to mean. And and a lot of times they're like way off base. They don't even know what the hell they're talking about most of the times. But <laughs> but they come off as so pretentious. Oh, I'm an art to critique. Oh, this this piece is a reminiscent of uh, the Van Gogh area of this. It's like, oh, man, shut up. It's a flower in a field. Jeez. Get over yourself. <laughs> yeah, there's not that much else I don't like about it. So Tiana Paris character in here, her brother is played by a guy named Nathan Stewart Jarrett, who uh, he's playing his role very well because I I I kind of couldn't stand him. <laughs> I couldn't stand him in this movie. Jeez, he, so he played his part like really really well. It was just like oh god, this guy maybe a little overacting, maybe just just this maybe just a little bit but no i think he's he's playing his, his role well and this is it's well directed well shot uh it was enjoyable i just it wasn't scary to me you know it wasn't nothing in here was like all that that scary or, or terrifying or even kind of got me not as much as the first one did first one terrifying scarred me okay <laughs> like the first one scarred me but maybe because i was a kid when it came out so I don't know. Uh, four out of five. Yeah, the really solid flick. I, I really liked it. Really enjoyed it. And yeah, I'll, I'll definitely watch it again. Candyman, 2021, four out of five. Really enjoyed it. And there we go. Another week in the bags. Uh, you know, thank you for uh, making it this far. I really appreciate it, and you know, if uh, you know, since you're there, just go ahead, uh, rate, rate the podcast or uh, download it, and you know, just have me there while you're, you know, walking the dog on your way to work, on the john, or you know, just filling time while you're at the in-laws, <laughs> you know, whatever that may be. Uh, you know, I really, really appreciate it, and thank you so, so much, and. You know, uh, yeah, stop by uh, mcsbooks.com and check out my uh, my book called Mulch. And, uh, you know, there's a, a bundle with a mug, there's pens, there's these really cool, durable, like, plastic cups that have uh, icons and, or logos in them and other, a bunch of other stuff like that, you know. Yeah, stop by, check that out, and, uh, you know, stop by the YouTube channel and subscribe to the channel uh like some of the videos uh you know just just be a pal just be a pal <laughs> yeah all right i'm out i will catch you guys next week peace